Okay, so today is December 8th, 2020. This is Drive Time. It's a podcast where I am driving to and from work, and we talk about some random stuff. So I've, I've taken uh, a good amount of time off. I think the last time I recorded a podcast was December the 16th, um, episode 24. <laughs> so I uh, am back, and I wanted to just make sure that I caught everybody up with what's going on in the last couple months, um, and then just give just an overview. So sports, there's a lot of different things going on in sports. Um, by the way, I'll cover the big news near the end because those are the things that probably take more time. But sports, um, yeah, NFL season has been going on pretty smoothly, which is really the only season that really matters. Soccer sucks, hockey sucks, tennis sucks, golf sucks. I mean, basketball is garbage. I mean, baseball was horrible. All of these COVID games that they've had during all these sports, not really impressive. Not something that, you know, you want to write home about. Yes, the, the sport itself is pretty entertaining, but, I mean, there's a lot of cries for this and a lot of cries for that. There's all these media messages, and it's like, guys, can we just play the game? Can, can, we, just, can we just play the game? Let's not have all the extra things. Just play the game. But, um, you know, being what it is, it is what it is. And, uh, you know, it's been pretty satisfying that sports have returned. Um, the games and quality have been, you know, not so great, but it's great that the sports are back. Uh, and they don't seem to be affected by COVID-19. Even though, uh, like in the NFL, there are a lot of people, a lot of teams that have been tested for COVID-19. They've been sit down, you know, they've been quarantined, and they miss games. Um, and that's the reality that the NFLPA came in uh, knowing. Uh, they essentially said, hey, we know that that's going to happen, and uh, we're, we're ready for it. And in the beginning of the, uh, the, beginning of the, uh, the season, what they started to do was replace games. So, like, uh, my team, the Tennessee Titans, they got fined. They got all these different things from the league simply because they had people test. Now... Uh, Denver, which is this past week, uh, we can go maybe. Denver have played all their four quarterbacks that they have on staff got COVID-19 in the same week, and they had to play a wide receiver as quarterback in order to, to play the game. And it was, you know, I mean, they got blown out by the Saints, um, and it was a shit show. But, I mean, it's, it's interesting that they're like, no, we're not going to cancel the game. Let's keep it moving. Um, the same thing, they have postponed games, week games, three to five days uh, days back. Um, you know, there's an instance where you had, um, what is it, the, uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers and the Ravens, who actually had um, moved their game back from, I think, a Thursday night game to uh, Monday night game or something along those lines, or a Wednesday game, actually. I think it got postponed again because it was moving to Monday and then it got postponed again to Tuesday. Um, and then that next week, which is this current week, you had Pittsburgh play on Monday, and uh, again, Washington is playing like on Tuesday, or I'm sorry, not Washington, um, the Jacksonville, ah, the Ravens, Baltimore, they're playing like on Tuesday, so it's like, you try to give them a week apart, but ultimately, it's, uh, it's pretty difficult. I applaud the NFL. They've done a lot of things to try to make sure the game is played and they don't have to reshuffle all the schedules. I mean, I think as 
more information on COVID-19 that's out, you're going to have, you know, the NFL adjust their requirements, all of the things that are going on. So, for instance, at the beginning of the year, if one person in the facility tested positive, they would come in, they would tell the team to stay away from the facility, come and sanitize everything, you know, it would be a good time, and, you know, they they would be cleared up okay um, now they pretty much quarantine the individual huh. sorry about that they have contact tracing points and, and different things like that to kind of isolate uh, and, uh, individuals who have exposure have potentially had exposure and uh, you know I think that's that's um, that's good effort Problem with the mail-in ballot is it doesn't actually have an individual saying, "Hey, this 
cowboy. Um, he did this in Florida like 20 years ago. Like, I mean, I'm just, I mean, if you want to, you know, call a spade a spade, I didn't vote in that election. I wasn't old enough to vote in that election, so I have no bearings on that. This is not a political party because I'm a libertarian. I'm just saying, I mean, if you're going to call out cheating, just call it out. I mean, it doesn't matter what party is doing. Now the butt-haired liberals that are like, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, you're, you're calling us out, you're calling it out. I'm like, yeah, well, I am because it's like, looks like cheating. I mean, could y'all investigate that or y'all just don't screw that up the rug with the mainstream media arm of the Democratic Party, which is what's happening. Now, Republicans have been throwing a fit for a long time now, so... I mean, they, they kind of started throwing this fit before the election happened. It ends up being pretty true. I mean, you look at some of these key battleground states, like the last five states that they were trying to uh, to figure out over the last days after the election. Fishy. It's very fishy. And of course, people are coming out saying, no, we have no evidence. And yada, yada, yada. Cover up. I mean, let me guess. Epstein didn't kill him still either, right? I mean, he just, the guard just happened to leave, and the, the camera footage just happened to be lost. I mean, come on. I mean, I'm not going to sit here and claim conspiracy theory, but I mean, it's it's pretty interesting the 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 way government can just smooth stuff over. So anyway, so moving on from politics, uh, allegedly Joe Biden is going to be the president-elect. Um, I, I, again, Donald Trump is such a loud, blowhard douchebag that it's like, all right, well he's going to fight, allegedly fight, and just talk shit the whole time. I hope they don't be dumb enough to try to nominate this guy in the next four years or whatever. Let's say, let's say Joe Biden is in presidency and he destroys his country, which he probably will. Just like Trump destroyed part of the country by fighting with every everybody he ever met. He fought with Congress. He fought with freaking, um, <clears throat> what's it called, uh, the, the media. I mean, the media didn't like it from the beginning, so it's kind of easy. But yeah, I mean, it's I, I want a lot less drama out of my politicians. I mean, just to be honest, I mean, if Joe Biden comes in and he's assassinated within the first year and Kamara Harris goes in there, uh, such a garbage pig. Anyway, and she starts trashing this country, which, let's be real, they trash it anyway. Um, it, it's just going to be, it's going to be those things. I mean, I'm not saying Donald Trump did a great job. He did but there are some things that he wanted. Just like Barack Obama. He trashed his country. But there are some things that he did good at. I can't really think of anything off the top of my head. But I'm pretty sure there's a legitimate thing you can point to and say, hey, if Barack Obama did this, 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 and this. Same thing with George W. Bush. George W. Bush put himself in war for like 15 years. Um, you know, it was the money war. I mean, remember shit. It's, it's like some people are still fighting that war. Graduated with them, Jesus Christ. But uh, he did do some good things. Again, I can't think of George Bush's administration and not think of 9 11 and not think of us like, just going into a quagmire. A financial downturn. Uh, I, I think of just things being fucking sky high during Barack Obama's term. Everything was expensive. Uh, the policies that he put in economically were just garbage and which made it harder for. Donald Trump came in, he loosened some stuff, I mean, he did some reform, he did some tax code reform. He did a lot of good things um, when it comes to how it affects me in my everyday life. I mean, he kind of pissed off the whole world, which, I mean, sometimes I guess you need to, a lot of times you don't, you know, 
whoever's in power, whether it's a Republican or a Democrat, had been doing well at all. You know, the Republicans spend money on war, they spend money on oil, they spend money on fat cat breaks. Democrats, they spend all of the money on pretty much trying to assist the, the lower end of the society, but that doesn't enable them to, or that disables them from doing anything remotely positive for the environment. Sorry about that. Get a phone call right in the middle of my thoughts. Ah, sorry. When people call you at, you know, 6.20 in the morning, it's, uh, yeah, I take a phone call at 6.20 in the morning. So, um, I'm so sorry. I literally dropped that whole thought that I was talking about. So, um, I guess we'll move on, right? I mean, politics are what they are. Whenever you have both positions of power, whatever party you have, they trash the place. So if they're a Democratic president, a Republican president, a Republican Congress, you know, whatever it is, I mean, it's just going to be, uh, that's all. The, the theater is they just fight all the time. And it gets you riled up as an individual to groupthink these things and say, yeah, this is our position. And then when you actually sit down and think about it, like, hey, I really don't care if X, Y, and Z happens, right? taking money away from my pocket, yes or no? I mean, if it's yes, then it's like, okay, well, what is it going to? And that's where you can get upset at. So, for instance, if I, um, like, I don't support uh, universal health care. And the reason why I don't support universal health care is because I'm going to pay for it. Um, so, let me, let me break it down. I pay for private insurance for me and my family. I'm covering me and my family. Put that money in. It's in there. I have an insurance policy that if anybody that I love, like my family and me, uh, get injured, hurt, or whatever, need to go to the hospital, I have insurance to help them. Okay. Um, do I want to pay for insurance for everybody in the country? No. Why? Because I feel like I'm going to pay more money to people that I don't know and don't care about specifically for their health issues. And I mean that specifically in the sense of know, a guy who's 45 or 450 pounds, who has treated his body not like a temple, but like a like a, like a trash bag. He's eating all kinds of stuff that's unhealthy and unfit. I should not have to pay, like pay for his triple bypass surgery uh, simply because he wants to live another 30 years. He wants to live another 30 years. Get off the couch, go out and run, be active. It is not difficult. And then people bring up cancer. It's like, okay, well, they can protect themselves by buying health insurance. Well, you, you don't have any money. I was like, I mean, whose fault is that? I mean, I'm not saying that it's an individual's responsibility to cover the collective. That's not what I'm saying. I mean, that's exactly what I'm saying we should not be doing. I should not be paying for everybody's stuff. He should not be paying for my stuff. So, for instance, if I have a tobacco problem, and I smoke tobacco for the last 30 years of my life, 
and now I've got lung cancer and I've got to have certain parts of my lung cut out and different things happening and, and, and the medical bills get very expensive, all those things. I'm supposed to cover that? Well, we'll make, uh, we'll make uh, you know, exceptions to the rules of those things. We want to make sure that the majority of people go and see a doctor. Yeah, it's all rhetoric. It's all great rhetoric. It all sounds good. But in practicality, it's still, well, I'm, I'm getting, you know, 400 million bills for this. My money is paying for it. And I don't agree with that. I don't think my money should go to fund other people's either addictions, habits, whatever. I get compassion. But that's what churches are for. I mean, like, churches have all kinds of different ways in, in, to help people. Now, medically, not so much, not as far as that. But when it comes to, like, food drives and different things like that, they help the community way more than the government. In comparison, in a small local town, you know, or, or in an environment that is impartial, right? You're not trying to insert your politics in there. I mean, the Democratic Party didn't give me cans for Christmas, right? The local food bank or the local church did did a food rally or a food drive. I mean, take your bias out of it. Whether you're religious or not religious, the local grassroots organizations in your town or community help more than the federal government does. The federal government just cuts you a check with a card or with a card. They put money on a card and say, oh, here you go, go spend it. So they go down to the local place, whether it be a convenience store, whether it be HB, you know, Walmart, whatever, and they'll go buy every kind of junk food imaginable on it. And then at the end of the month, wonder why they don't have any food, why they don't have any money, why they're broke, why the government isn't helping them. And that's not the way it should be. It just isn't. So, you know, it's, again, there's a lot of things that's happened in this country uh, over the last couple of months. And some have been good, some have been bad. But I, I, I'm starting to worry a little bit when it comes to the outlook of the community. Like, I just the outlook of most people. Because I feel like they want to be taken care of, right? With a 28-year-old, 26-year-old, still lives in the parents' basement, playing video games in Hot Pockets, uh, you know, on the PlayStation 4 or PlayStation 5 now, uh, you know, playing Fortnite half the day or Halo or whatever, you know, and it's like they're burnouts. They just don't give a shit about doing anything with their lives. And the government is the, uh, you know, Uncle Sam essentially is Uncle uh, Samantha. We are taking care of those individuals. And we're taking care of those individuals because the government says we have to. And I don't necessarily agree. I just don't think that that's a prudent course of action uh, when it comes to how I want to spend my tax dollars. I think it's easier to say, hey, let's create infrastructure. Let's go ahead and finish roads and build new things in, in, in the community and, and interstate commerce-wise. Uh, and that way we can put individuals to work with them. So I'd rather pay them to do something for the greater good than than pay them to, you know, be looked at or taken care of. And it's like, it's, I mean, yeah, I get it. Due to COVID-19 and the restrictions that governments have put on their local communities, a lot of small businesses are failing. And that's all another thing that you've got to take a look at is small businesses are failing. Um, we've got to be adamant about helping those individuals. But at the same time, it's a it's a slippery slope because you actually do. I, I mean, I'm not gonna sit here and say, "Oh, everybody's on their own. They're cold." I mean, it sound like it, but truly, I'll, I'll try to help people that I can. But at the same time, I don't. I, I can't afford, and that's the thing. Afford. 
uh, to help everybody, right? You, you got to make some choices, just like anything in your life. Your life is completely made up of choices. So, anyway. Um, yeah, I mean, we've been talking for a little bit of time here about a lot of things that has happened over the last uh, couple months. It's been a little under two months at this point, so. But, uh, yeah, we've had uh, some sports. We've had some politics. Um, there's a lot of stuff going on in the world still. And we'll go ahead and try to capture that on the next episode of Drive Time. This has been just, like I said, a quick update on the things that have been going on. Uh, my personal opinions on some of the stuff that's been happening. And, uh, yeah, so next time we'll turn it over to some light uh, commentary, probably on a specific topic. Uh, let's do some facts, figures, all that good stuff. So uh, this is just breaking back into uh, podcast thing. I, like I said, took a, took a vacation for three weeks, and then um, I had some other stuff go on, so I just kind of put it off, put it off, put it off. Um, I'll probably do a couple episodes over the next couple of days just to catch up on everything. And we will uh, have a good time. So I appreciate y'all listening to this little quick 20-minute uh, podcast. It'll probably be about 25-minute podcast. But, uh, yeah, like I said, I appreciate y'all. Thank you so much for listening. And we will see you uh, later down the road. Have a good day. Thank you.